Have you heard of Zibby Owens? She's well-known these days in the book world. She has been dubbed NYC's most important bookfluencer by New York Magazine's Vulture.com. And her award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books, has been on Oprah.com's list of best book podcasts two years in a row. She also hosts Zibby's Virtual Book Club, writes a monthly book column for Good Morning America Online, and often appears in the media suggesting books. And she has four kids. And now Zibby Owens has her own anthology with more than 60 original, brilliant essays written exclusively by best-selling and notable authors from her podcast. The contributors include Gretchen Rubin, Sarah Shepard, Wendy Walker, and John Kenny. They all wrote essays for Zippy during quarantine, all inspired by things moms don't have time to do. You'll feel like you've made new friends as you laugh, cry, think, and escape into Zippy's book world. And we'll actually be talking with Zibby Owens on the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast on Friday, February 19th. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with a little Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration. And today I'm introducing our latest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Making Me Time. This is a collection of stories about making that all-important time for yourself and personal care and finding the right equilibrium and work-life balance. Me time is different for everyone. For some people, it means an hour a day for exercising. For others, it means reading or taking a class or meditating. For some people, it means seeing a friend, and for others, it means seeing nobody. And that's what we're going to talk about today, when me time really means being alone time, alone on purpose. That's what Brenda Beatty realized she needed. After 20 years of marriage and two kids, she found herself a single mother. She had no family to help her where she lived, so she did what mothers do, and she worked herself way too hard trying to take care of everyone and everything. She says that sometimes she was working more than 60 hours a week. She had as many as three jobs at a time. It wasn't easy, but her kids never went without. She paid the bills on time, even without child support. One Easter weekend, Brenda worked 30 hours from Friday to Sunday with little to no sleep. On Sunday night, she fell into bed exhausted. Her next memory was waking up in an ambulance. She had no memory of how she got there, and the paramedics kept asking her what kind of drugs she was on. She'd never taken drugs in her life. The diagnosis ended up being that she had collapsed from exhaustion. Apparently, she'd had a seizure, and when her kids came to rescue her, she didn't even recognize them. Although, She did say that somebody should call her boss and make sure someone covered for her the next day. Brenda says, when I was released from the hospital, I began to rethink everything. As a single parent, I had to provide, but I was going to have to find a better way to do it. I needed to be home more for my kids, work fewer hours, and still make ends meet. The only way was to find a better paying job, which wouldn't be easy. In time, she did find a better job and she was able to think about self-care. 
She says, I had been taking care of everyone else for so long that I'd forgotten about myself. Growing up, my mother was always sick and I had to take care of her. After I got married at 18, I soon had the two children and a husband to take care of. I had never been a priority and the thought of doing something I enjoyed seemed foreign. The first thing she did was take up jogging. Then she began teaching aerobics classes, which she loved because she was helping other women find their way to their own self-care too. Brenda says, however, that her favorite thing to do was to go out to dinner with Kay. Every two weeks, she and Kay would go out to dinner. Brenda says, my children were old enough to stay home alone for a couple of hours, and I always made sure they had their favorite dinner to eat while I was gone. Kay and I just relaxed, forgot our troubles, and enjoyed the time out. We never went anyplace expensive. My daughter always asked why she never got to meet Kay. I just told her, someday. Well, Brenda's children grew up and moved on with their lives, and then one day, her daughter asked her about Kay. Who was she? And Brenda finally explained, Kay was her middle name. And those nights, Brenda went out, She was alone, a time to just be alone and treat herself. Brenda says her daughter was shocked to learn that Kay wasn't a real person. But Brenda says that's not really true. Kay was a real person. She was the part of Brenda who needed to feel special once in a while. Brenda concludes her story by saying, it's easy to get lost as a mother because we love our kids dearly. Sometimes we just need to find ourselves. Kay is still one of my favorite dinner companions. Wendy Harefield was another mother who desperately needed some me time. When her husband asked her what she wanted for Mother's Day, she said, a night away by myself. Oh, and I'll take the dog. Wendy felt a bit guilty asking for a night away. After all, she was a new mom, blessed with a beautiful five-month-old daughter. But she was exhausted. She just wanted to drive somewhere and spend the night, read and sleep with no interruptions. Wendy got her wish, and off she went to stay in a friend's cabin at a local ski resort. Her friends said it would be quiet since it was May, no snow, no skiers. When Wendy got to the ski resort, she didn't find the charming, quaint cottage she'd imagined. Instead, her friend's cabin was old and musty, and there wasn't even a shower, just a rusty bathtub. The cabin was dark, and the lighting was so bad that it would be hard to read. And there was a mouse. But Wendy stuck to it and went to bed that night, determined to enjoy it, until she heard what sounded like hundreds of mice running through the walls and in the attic. Well, that was it. She gathered her things, and she and the dog got out of there. As she was driving home, she saw a hotel with a vacancy sign lit up like a beacon. She hadn't wanted to pay for a hotel, but it was only for one night, and then the car seemed to turn into the parking lot on its own. Fortunately, the man at the hotel desk said they had pet-friendly rooms. And there's a complimentary breakfast buffet in the morning, he added. Breakfast buffet? What's in it? Bacon and eggs, toast, hash browns. What else? French toast, waffles, pancakes, oatmeal, Danish, donuts, muffins, juices, coffee. Wendy was all in. All that breakfast and none of it prepared by her and no cleaning up either. Wendy had a spacious room with a big, comfy, king-sized bed just for her. There were mints on the pillows. There was a nice new bathroom. She would sleep well, 
and eat a huge breakfast. She got in bed, turned off the light, and went to sleep guilt-free. After all, we're mothers, not martyrs, right? I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, Making Me Time, go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button. You'll see the book there, and you can check out the front and back covers and read more about it. And you'll find Chicken Soup for the Soul, Making Me Time, wherever books are sold. If you want to read stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, you can sign up for our daily newsletter and get a free story in your email inbox every day. There will be lots of stories about making me time in the coming weeks. Just head to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the newsletter sign-up option. You can also follow me on Twitter, where my handle is at Amy Newmark, and you'll see links to our free stories and to this podcast. In our next episode, we're going to talk to Zibby Owens, the well-known book reviewer, about her own new book, which is about all the things mothers haven't had time to do for themselves during the pandemic. Mm -hmm.